This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Making quantum useful outside the lab. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Zyra Nazario, technical lead for quantum theory and applications, at IBM Quantum. Welcome, Dr. Nazarium. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Give us a brief summary of your professional background and tell us what you do at IBM. So I am a um, condensed matter theorist by training. And for the past um, little bit over a decade, um, I've been uh, working in quantum computing theory and applications. I joined IBM about four or five years ago uh, to do um, research in quantum error correction. And now I work with a great um, group of, uh, you know, excellent, um, you know, really smart researchers uh, on error correction, but also on quantum circuits, algorithms, and applications of quantum computing. How do we determine that quantum is the right tool to address any particular challenge? So I would say quantum computing is not um, you know, uh, uh, something that will help you solve any challenge. I mean, like it's, it's particularly well suited for very specific um, problems. These are problems that are considered to be intractable for classical computers. You know, if you think about the history of computing you know, um, over, I don't know, like you know, more than probably like half a century, it's been advances um, pushing the limits of performance efficiency you know, accuracy and the size and the complexity of the problems that you can solve. Right? But um, quantum computing is a completely different model of computation. It's the first time in history that computing has branched. Um, and the promise here is that you can solve these problems that are uh, conventional computers cannot solve. Problems that um, involve a lot of entanglement, um, as an example, modeling like quantum mechanical systems in nature, because modeling quantum mechanics is really hard. So, um, you know, you cannot do it for over, uh, I, I mean, about like, you know, dozens of particles or something like that, um, or several tens of particles is, is the limit of conventional computers. Well, quantum computers works on the principles of quantum mechanics. So you have quantum mechanics solving quantum mechanics, right? Um, things like that. Uh, there are um, intractable algebraic problems. Some are important for machine learning and quantum computers are excellent at linear algebra. So they can help you there. Uh, they can help you with sampling problems or factoring or search on that, those type of things that are really complicated, really hard because it takes a lot of resources and a lot of time for, com for conventional computers to solve and that amount grows as the size of the problem grows. So once we've identified the challenge, how do we design algorithms and begin programming? What tools exist maybe to help us with those tasks? So to, you know, for somebody that is just starting and wants to learn how to program quantum computers, um, you know, there's a lot of tools out there. Uh, we have, you know, in Qiskit.org, um, we 
made available an open source textbook, for example, that can help you get you started. There's a lot of videos in YouTube, um, in the Kiskit YouTube channel uh, that go through the basics, um, helps you build your first hello world, you know, quantum program, learn about um, circuits, about the algorithms. Um, and, you know, ibm.quantum um, slash quantum dash computing, you can open an account there and start playing with the hardware and the quantum computers. And we're making it really easy for people um, to be able to use the machines. So what are some use cases where we might see breakthroughs using quantum in the maybe next year or two? Look, I think um, we will see breakthroughs in algorithm performance, right? In, in um, being able to find better algorithms, being able to find more efficient way of solving problems. Um, but, you know, that's, that's something that is necessary. That doesn't mean that in the next year or two, um, I, I promise that we'll be able to solve problems that are impossible for classical computers to solve that have a practical, say, like science or industry relevance. Right? Because at the end of the day, um, quantum computing is still like we're still doing that research. We expect that to happen this decade for sure. And we have a very large community of users. We are, you know, currently we have more than a 150 members in our IBM Quantum Network. Some are research institutions, some are um, companies, Fortune 500 companies like Goldman Sachs or BP. Um, we have companies like Exxon, Daimler, Boeing. Um, so what are they doing, right? What problems are they investigating? Or they're trying to um, use quantum computers to understand how they can better manage financial risk, for example. Um, exploring more accurate thermodynamical and chemical simulation um, you know, pursuing the next generation of battery technologies, for example, um, by uh, using these quantum simulations to advance the development of new materials. They're trying to find uh, ways to reduce emissions, you know, through understanding um, the reactions on carbon capture and better materials, um, improving uh, automotive manufacturing techniques. Um, they're exploring improvements in computation, in communications, in aerospace computation. Um, trying to gain insights on the practicality of um, quantum machine learning. And, you know, I, I would say that this is a new paradigm of computation. So we're all investigating all this, but we've barely scratched the surface here of what's possible. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So do you see a day when developers can create quantum applications without having to consider the hardware for which they're programming? Absolutely. That is, that's, that's where we see the future of quantum computing going. We, we like to say that the future is frictionless. It's going to be frictionless. Um, it's, it's a future where you won't have to worry about um, the details of the hardware or knowing about quantum circuits or anything like that. And if you think about even the evolution of classical computers, right? Like part of why they become so 
um, prevalent you know, in, in our daily lives is because we don't have to worry about the movement of electrons in those transistors. So quantum computers will go through the same evolution. We published back in February um, a software development roadmap um, that lays, uh, outlines right, like all the steps and all the tools that we're developing to make that future a reality, um, to build increasingly higher la um, level, layers of abstraction, right? um, letting people either program computers by using circuits from a library or using application modules that are specific to some domains, for example, um, for problems in optimization or for machine learning or Qiskit Nature, which is for um, quantum simulations in, say, chemistry, physics, or biology, natural sciences in general, um, or Qiskit Finance. So, you know, domain experts in those areas can go and can just use those modules and they don't have to program their circuits themselves. Um, this will continue, uh, you know, we'll continue to make um, these tools available, um, package them in programs in quantum services that uh, people can use without having like all that knowledge about quantum mechanics and um, extract the benefit of quantum computers in a very like, you know, easy, easy very intuitive, um, frictionless way. Getting a little personal here, what aspect of quantum computing problem solving is most exciting to you? So to me, I, I would say exciting because I'm a condensed matter theorist is being able to use them to, um, you know, give me insights into how nature works and into like, you know, these problems in physics. Um, surprising, and I find this fascinating, I think like is one of the um, most beautiful things that I've seen is that uh, seeing quantum computers being able to tackle problems that are outside of that, like simulating um, quantum mechanics, right? Um, the, the example of machine learning is a great example, um, or the example of, uh, you know, sampling problems or, or, you know, I don't know, optimization or other things like that. Um, that quantum computers can help you with some problems that are not quantum mechanical in nature, right? They're complex. And the fact uh, they help you because you are leveraging all that like multidimensional space of the qubits and the fact that the system as a whole um, can encode more information than the individual parts. But they're classical problems. And the fact that a quantum mechanical system can help you solve classical problems to me is mind blowing. <laughs> so um, I wasn't expecting, you know, you tell me uh, I can give you a quantum mechanical system and you can use it to simulate nature. I would say, sure, it seems, it's, it seems natural that you will use quantum mechanical systems to simulate quantum mechanics, but that they can also help you with classical problems to me, that's incredibly um, surprising and, and it's fascinating. Dr. Zyra Nazario, technical lead for quantum theory and applications at IBM Quantum. If somebody wants to connect with you, what's the best way they can do that? They can follow our Twitter account, uh, twitter.com um, slash Kiskit. And they can also you know, follow everything that we're doing in quantum computation through our website, ibm.com um, slash quantum dash computing. Thanks again for joining us and find and subscribe to more of my interviews right here on all the major podcast platforms under the Tanya Hall Innovation Show or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.